1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Walk Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Ben Roy Turner.
3: Hello there.
2: And Josh Brown.
3: Hello there.
2: Chaps, my friends, my fans, my pals, there considers, considers, continues to be very little going on. So we thought we'd just round up the, well, just to give a little bit of hope, a little bit of light on the horizon, a bit of light through the clouds. I've been playing Microsoft Flight Simulator because I need <laughs> to know what other AAA games are coming for the rest of this year. Um, now we did cover last week, we dove into the rest of the stuff that is coming across August. And on the day that we put the podcast up, Cana Bridge of Spirits got delayed till September. So consider that mentioned. Um, and also go check out that podcast we covered uh, Ghost of Tsushima director's cut no more heroes 3 aliens fire team 12 minutes there's a few different things um, that are still coming for the rest of this month thankfully um, but i think it's worth rounding up everything else that is coming across the next few months because there's more than you think even to my in my mind i was like it's pretty much halo infinite and that's about it which isn't the case there's 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 a good handful of stuff to come and um, i also think we're gonna um just sort of leap over metroid dread because we've covered it a couple of times before and i feel like that isn't in the same realm of triple a development as everything else that we're going to be getting to um so we will break some stuff down starting with halo infinite and um, just because that seems to be a bit of a bygone a foregone conclusion in regards to how much they're focusing on the multiplayer and the hands-on stuff from the the weekends and um, beta test makes it feel very much like an old school throwback to the original halo trilogy um, Ben benroy have you had much chance to watch other footage or where you are on halo infinite in general
4: i have mainly just watched uh twitter clips uh, being put out by some people like chris Reagan or whatever and i uh, did like listen to a bit of a Uh, not a deep dive like i'm gonna say a medium dive a little a little paddle a deep a a little paddle into the game and from what i've seen yeah splodge Uh, i'm i'm excited shall i say it looks like some sort of something different that i've not played in a while and it looks a bit like halo and i've heard that the run speed is only three percent faster than the speed which is just a good thing like it's I'm ready, shall I say. I, I need this game and I'm in a multiplayer sense and I want to shoot some people and get that needler out.
2: I do think it's weird that we don't have a date for it. Like we just kind of have a Q4 <laughs> 2021, it'll just be dropping at some point. And um, yeah, so I'm curious like what that what the overall feel of it is because we did a little hands-on thing. Uh, me and James Dallas did it. James Dallas managed to get into the base, So I was talking to him, interrogating him about how it feels. And yeah, you're right. The, the, um, the, the sprint speed pretty much is the walking speed now. So the overall pace of Halo is a lot faster. Um, and I like how much like, you know, I think getting Joseph Stanton back on board sort of has pointed them back in the right direction. It seems like they're segmenting the campaign. It's going to be multiple campaigns going forward. So I don't know what version we get this year. I think they're just leading with the multiplayer for the most part. Um, Josh, where you are? on the whole, multiple campaigns, multiplayer, trilogy madness.
3: I think the idea of multiple campaigns um, could be really interesting. You know, the fact that it seems like most of the rework that was being done once Staten was brought in and once development kind of, you know, restarted again as it was closing Mm. up to its um, launch last year. It seems like the bulk of that has been on the actual campaign. So I'm wondering how much that's changed and kind of how much we're going to get at launch. Are we going to get like this lengthy campaign at launch? Because, you know, for the ages, you know, they've been building... They've been building Halo Infinite as like this 10-year experience, right? Like this Mm -hmm. is like the the Halo for like the next generation, essentially. So I'm gonna it's gonna it's gonna be interesting you know what campaign we get whether it ends at a cliffhanger how soon we get the next campaign and you know whether it's going to be like an episodic installment whether it's going to be like proper you know meaty campaigns as they were in the original trilogy mm. or whatever or kind of like I'm just interested to see how they're going to roll it out and more importantly what the response is going to be to it
2: because is there anyone that you think like because I, I don't really want to play I don't really care about playing a Spartan lock but I would totally welcome another Arbiter campaign so I guess he was sort of sidelined in Halo 5 you can go and talk to him that one point when you go down to like that beach level and you're sort of just hanging out with a bunch of other elites and stuff i'm kind of thinking if you were going to segment halo's campaigns going forward how exactly do you do that in a way that makes it feel as important as master chief
4: well you bring in the go- bru- oh sorry, sorry. i no, 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 I, I just did the did the zoom call thing on um, a zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> you bring in um the brutes back right and there's so many connections back when we had Halo 2, like Uh, how they were shafting out arbiter and all his mates in the the last time Mm. we sort of like had it all there so i think you could maybe call back to that and like have a bit more of the the inter uh species in interplanetary or or the um the covenant politics and bring that all back to the forefront Mm. rather than uh the fake lie that we had where master chief was turning naughty so i'm i'm I would, lo- I would love them to lean on that, but also I would love to know what Josh Brown was going to say.
3: Yes. I actually can't remember what I was going to say. I think it was something to do with them splitting them up, like you just said. I feel like, you know, they've excelled in the past, not this team, obviously, but the Halo mm-hmm. franchise has sometimes excelled when they've done, like, you know, side stories. Like, ODST was really well-received. Yeah. So if they kind of, like, went down that route, of course, yeah. Um, I think, like, if they go down, like, that route with, like, these new characters, maybe different perspectives on the um you know campaign that we've just played or whatever as long as it feels substantial as long as the storytelling mm-hmm. is good like i think they can pull it off there's no reason why this series necessarily has to stick with master chief of master chief only it obviously hasn't in the past it only becomes a problem when you get a situation like halo 5 where you get like you know the marketing situation is completely different from the game situation and there's a certain level of expectation that you're playing a certain story and then you don't get that that you're playing someone else for the majority of the game that's when there's an issue but i don't think there's anything inherently bad with swapping up perspectives having no, no. campaigns. having
2: i think it could be cool and i love the idea of like potentially playing as a brute or like playing as another elite or something like i said i would do a total arbiter campaign let me play as a little grunt dude running around with my twin plasma grenades and stuff that'd be cool but um i do think they've they will literally discard the like because it was originally going to be a trilogy like one two and three is a trilogy four five and six are a trilogy and then we ended five almost discarded a lot of the stuff with cortana from four, and i just made her this big villain by the end of five when we ended on the cliffhanger and it's like do you think it's easier to just sort of kind of go that's over there somewhere and we'll get back to that at some point cuz i don't even know which of 343's lead scribes were even pushing for that in the first place
4: it kind of feels like that from the the last trailer we got when someone there was someone referenced cortana i'm pretty sure reference literally in a way that we were like yeah she's over there somewhere i feel like Mm -hmm. there's going to be maybe two or three major stories that all intersect around what's going on Mm -hmm. uh where we do we know exactly what master chief's doing bouncing around with his new little mate we have the brutes over there being i'm gonna destroy you i'm the dark lord and then whatever katana's doing maybe sort of like in the vein of trying to liberate AI as its own like new mm. species and things like that, that we could have going forward. So, that I feel like there's a lot of scope to it. And I would, I'm never against Halo games without Master Chief. ODST is one of my favorite ones. Uh, mm. Like ODST, I, even though it was like a, a short and sweet experience, I enjoyed it for what it was. But I feel like if you're going to go forward forever, you can't just kill him off. And you can also get around it because you never see him. And he's also like a super soldier. And you'd be like, oh, they just, put Some more serum in him, and now he's alive for another 100 years. <laughs> but I reckon maybe do every, like, say, three games go the very third game he's in it. Mm-hmm. By the you can never remove the Master Chief from hate. I think, I think it's two in there.
2: Yeah, it makes you wonder. Yeah, like if they because obviously it's called Halo Infinite, and I remember them doing a whole bunch of interviews back when Halo Five: The Guardians dropped, and they said that they only put uh, the five on there as more of like a continuative thing. It was more like we at some point we want to ditch numbers and just have like Halo as a platform, which is obviously why Halo Infinite is kind of numbered towards. So I wonder how much the multiplayer is just the thing going forward because even this year it's going to be going up against Battlefield twenty forty two, and um, which we can talk about in a bit. But that doesn't even have a campaign; that's just going to be a multiplayer platform. And I just kind of wonder like if you're the next generation of gamers, you're not us, you up with the trilogy do you even really care about the campaign like does master chief mean as much to you i mean he might just be the dude from Fortnite at this point and it's like i guess i'll go see what his like main story is but um yeah i guess i'm curious how that stuff goes down
4: yeah it's it's, i'm curious and i need to know and i think we need where's our date that's what i want to finish yeah my my state on this with where's our date then.
3: Where is our date? We need, we need it, man. We're in August now <laughs> at the time of recording, and there's no date for Hello Infinite. it has to be November, surely.
2: You'd assume so. It just says it's, Q4 on Wikipedia.
3: Is
4: Horizon officially delayed yet? Yep. Was it officially delayed? Did they say mm-hmm. it? Did I... Oh, damn you! It, oh, impossible. maybe not. Like. I,
2: it was Not corroborated. Show, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been corroborated by a bunch of different, like a few different sources. So it's like it is happening. But I mean, yeah. this is meant to be another state of play, and then I guess they'll have to say something then. But um, yeah, in regards to Sony stuff, um, they it's Sony are sitting out the rest of 2021 for the most part, and um, we might as well talk about Battlefield 2042. It is to cover another first person shooter. Um, there is another first. There's another two first person shooters on here. Or another two first person games. Um, Josh, you're the biggest Battlefield fan out of the three of us. Are you? Are you on the on the hype train? Are you flying the hype? The hype balloons? I really
3: am. I really am. You know. It's it's funny. I never expected going into this year. Well, I never expected a lot of things going into this yeah. year, but I certainly didn't expect EA Play to be one of the best conferences that we had this year. And I came out of that really energized about what they had on the table, especially Battlefield and the the new Battlefield, because mm. you know they showed off that whole portal gimmick the idea that you can go back to previous um battlefield games whether it's battlefield by company whether it's you know battlefield 3 battlefield 4 whatever whatever—and mix and match elements of those titles whether it's um you know the way characters look whether it's period authentic weaponry whether it's specific maps and to have that bundled into this you know new game essentially for me it's just kind of like a, a longtime fans dream come true mm. like even just hearing them say the words bad company 2 filled me with joy and seeing some of those maps kind of like redone up res and stuff like was just everything that i wanted if they're building this as a legacy platform as much as they are the next game or a sequel and um, i feel like that's such a smart move to synergize the new thing with the old thing that people obviously have a lot of fondness for. Mm. And you know, that's only one element. That's not even the main part of the game. That's just this thing that, um, I can't remember what the new studio is called, but they used to be called DICE LA. It's essentially that same team. Like they're working on this while, dice uh, sweden works on the actual um main game i think it's sweden have i mentioned that stuff they're all dice remember. to me don't know yeah there's, there's, there's a lot of different um, dice uh the the, the, the quote-unquote main dice um studio there's, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of them at least there were uh mm. yeah while well, they work on like the core multiplayer experience so I'm, I'm buzzing for every single thing that they've shown off um so far honestly i think it all looks exactly what i wanted out of this kind of return to form
2: because with battlefield as well it's kind of like it's easy to forget that they did do campaigns for battlefield 3 4 and hardline had a, like had the, the dude from the shield was in battlefield hardline and it's like they used to do like make some of a point of doing like a first person shooter campaign type thing but they're not doing it this year do you think that's a misstep or do you think like because i I personally don't care like battlefield i go to for the multiplayer
3: it's it's funny man i like uh, used when i'm back in the day when a franchise like this that used to have a campaign component when it was omitted I used mm-hmm. to go nuts because I was like, "That's a huge part of the experience. It's one of the pillars." You know, when Call of Duty decided not to put a campaign in Black Ops Four, like I thought that was a huge missed opportunity because I really enjoy playing. The that was Call the plan, Duty though, wasn't it?
2: And then they had to be like, "Oh, we can't actually make this." Like, um, development wise.
3: In Call of Duty, you mean?
2: In Black Ops 4, because they had all that, the cutscenes they left in, and I thought it was like a thing where they couldn't hit the deadline or something.
3: It was, according to the reports that came out, they were trying this kind of experimental like mm. 2v2 thing. So it was a campaign, but it was also online where you kind of had this PvP element. And it. it was kind of weird, but yeah, like you said, you know, it ultimately got scrapped. They replaced it with Battle Royale. I'm actually... Am I thinking of the right... Ba- it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. One <laughs> of the Call of Duty, whichever one, they all blur. Um, but when it comes to this game, I'm like, nah, the, the Battlefield... Campaigns have never been up there for me. Yeah, like you no. say, they've been cinematic. Yeah, they've had a lot of money pumped into them, evidently. Well, they have the interesting things. The Battlefield 1 campaign was all right. The Battlefield 4 campaign was okay. I'd rather them focus on multiplayer because multiplayer mm. is what you come to for Battlefield. You know, that is the core of the experience. That's, that's the thing that's going to keep it running. And if they manage to nail that, like, that's all I'm here for, essentially. Yeah. And I know a lot of people might not be, but for me, I think the development's better served pumping it all in to a, you know, solid and robust multiplayer offering.
2: I kind of, I hope that it's easy to do the stupid kills they've shown. Like, I want to launch a Jeep into a helicopter. I want to like <laughs> be able to do some crazy, I want to leap out an F-16 and bazooka the next plane that's next to me and stuff. Um, Benroy, does Battlefield 2042 seem like enough to pry you away from a month's worth of PUBG? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, I,
4: I could I could ramble out more saying that I've never gone into the deep end for Battlefield, but at the same time, you don't need to hear it. I think I've said it Do you want to, like you want to throw a Jeep
2: at a plane, mate?
4: Nah, I'll wait until I can throw an APS to an at out or something like that.
2: <laughs> if they take all the lessons learned from 2042 and apply it to Battlefront 3, then yes, just the the Hoth, like just take Hoth and times it by 10 or something. But um, yeah, Battlefield 2042, I mean, obviously like the end of this year, we don't even know what this year's Call of Duty is, like not in an official capacity, but assumedly that'll be the trifecta for the first time in again, a few years where all three of ga- all three games have had new installments. Um, it's weird with Halo as well because it feels like a lot of the momentum's coming back, but in very specific circles. Like even our coverage hasn't done like massive numbers on it and it's like to me it's it's halo it's a big old deal but then I can also see the total disconnect in terms of it's just it's for a certain generation so I'm kind of curious how that stuff all clashes and um, let's talk about Death Stranding Director's Cut because um, we can also roll in um, the ongoing madness around um, the idea that the Director's Cut trailer was very Metal Gear Solid in terms of the way that it was shot in terms of the music that was used and um, it was very much hinting or like, very much channeling Metal Gear Solid and um, one of the newest rumors for that abandoned thing because one of the there was like a blurred face that's appeared behind the abandoned logo and um, of a dude with an eye patch which is on the same eye as what well solid snake wears in metal gear solid four and they part of the whole death stranding director's cut thing is are we building to this big old reveal of also what the hell the abandoned thing is where are you guys on death stranding director's cut and i guess you might as well throw in uh this abandoned thing as well
3: come on ben roy you've got it you've got a face on you i'm excited for <laughs> what this means <laughs>
4: Uh, just met, like I, I saw something yesterday. Yeah, oh, I know, wow, Mel Gear silent. I'm just like, I need I need this to leave me alone. It's I, need out, this, of I money, this, out of my life. And even though that the, the <laughs> asset they used was just an Unreal Engine man with uh, eye patch on. Yep they still did it and if this hassan Karaman, aka however you translate that into Kajima, was it it translates yeah like,
2: um, i think Kijima. i think Karaman becomes Kajima.
4: if it if this is Kajima, like oh i've got them go away mate you you've got to, <laughs> like, i can't I, I i can't even with this and i i for a lack of better terms like what's going on like this abandoned mm. thing like in, in the sorry, go back to Death Stranding, uh, trailer. I only
2: mentioned it because it's funny. The, the obviously wearing, the game yeah. coming out is Death Stranding.
4: He's wearing a he's got like a Norwegian flag on him and that like mm. ties it to like Blue Point in some way. Or
2: I think Blue Point are based out of well, I don't know actually, maybe it's where they're from. I thought they were from the Netherlands.
4: I i, I listen, I've listened to a few of these massive pull downs and as, as, as much as I would like to say, yeah, more Death Stranding at the same time, I don't care. I want to know what this abandoned <laughs> thing is like, <laughs> uh. What, what's going on and then jimmy's like oh i didn't i didn't cut the trailer myself so was it just jim ryan at night like so like, oh yeah i'm gonna <laughs> like, i thought uh, i
2: thought yeah. his whole thing was that he he made like a whole tweet saying he was cutting stuff himself but if someone else has a got hands trailer, on yeah
4: because he, i think he was annoyed that that wasn't Like, okay. i'm so confused with it all the uh, but what i will say is if no, no one's played their stranding uh game of the year 2019 it should uh, it was up there like, yeah, was it there a, apart from uh, the end for me? too, yeah. Uh. Um, ending's pretty, pretty fam- fabulous, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> I'd say if anyone's not played it play it because it's a great game and i'm this just is... now gonna hand it to someone else because also i'm gonna ramble around about that stupid
2: there's a weird <laughs> there's a weird energy around everything to do with abandoned where like the um the date that's penciled in for where they're gonna release stuff is the 10th of august so that's obviously next week so i guess we'll see whatever the hell is that it is The
4: official date or is that the app or is the app out now?
2: that's when the app is gonna show what it is so right no the yeah. app's already out the app's like ticking over right now you can go watch a blurry face do nothing right now if you want and have people have like... realized yeah, I haven't got it. yet. I've I've, I've refused to uh, to buy into that. I will go and check it out though. But um, yeah, there's like a room and a face that are slowly coming into view. Um, and they the day that it ticks over is the tenth of August. Which, what if that's the same day as the Death Stranding trailer? I don't know. What if this is some sort of Konami Kojima shared universe? Is it a we'll have BT, to wait and a see. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe after all, it's everything that we wanted. Josh, very quick thoughts on Death Stranding director's cut and everything relating to all of it.
3: Death Strand is directing code, totally here for I want to play with all of those new gadgets. I want my little robot buddy. I want to go through the whole <laughs> entire game again and finally platinum, platinum it. When it comes to Abandoned, either way, it's winding me up. Whether it's whether it's <laughs> some kind of massive ruse, whether Kojima is in it, whether it is Silent Hill, whether it is Metal Gear, I'm, I'm, it's wound me up. Whether it's not mm. that, whether it is Sincere, whether it is a new game, it's also wound me up the way it's been <laughs> kind of portrayed. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, right, okay, this has been going on for too long. I don't mind jumping into the madness. We did that really fun video Scott Silver, right. when it was all broken, jumping into the madness. But I feel like this particular bit of madness has been dragged out a long, <laughs> long time. And whichever way it goes i'm kind of like either it's the biggest best you know kind of marketing gimmick from a new developer ever to play on all of these you know um kind of assumptions that gamers have mm. you know assuming it's bigger than what it is like that could be quite cool it's either that or it's just like the most thinly veiled ruse ever from kojima like if, if all of the stuff is right you've got a guy with an eye patch obviously people are going <laughs> to think of metal gear solid yeah. you've got the the them teasing that the game starts and then starts with s ends with l so obviously people are going to think Yeah, they haven't even l. revealed that yeah yeah if, if this is a genius, like piece of viral marketing supposed to obfuscate what it really is, then they're doing a bad job of it. Like if it is Kojima, I expect more, but I don't think it is. <laughs> it's
4: kind of like imagine Kojima's sneaking through Sony headquarters in a cardboard box going and Jim's like, What are you doing, mate? And he's like, And you're like, we can see, you. and everyone's like, he thinks no one can see him. It's either that or this Hassan Silent Caravan guy. No one knows who he is. No one's ever well no one's ever met him, no one's ever touched this human apart from Kojima <laughs> with his big
2: cattle pride all uh, of his videos I mean, are uploaded from a dark room as well like he's yeah, sort of yeah. not any like semblance he's being of held
4: life. at some sort of like weapon point and <laughs> if, if it's a lie if it's just them doing some asset flip which it can't be because sony doesn't just yeah. give anyone this magical like space for the i know team. i mean i'm so excited for it i'm really excited i'm i'm ramping up because i'm also angry at the same time because i need to know give See? me what i want but it's crushing
2: i just wonder if it literally because i mean who else other than kojima has tried this stuff and maybe it took this long for someone to just come along indie developer hassan karaman who's like i'm a big kojima fan i've got this game to reveal why don't i do something fun and i think they, they they've
4: that, though. sony they bury
2: their own games but why wouldn't they though <laughs> like if you were if you were in, i mean who else has tried to ask it's not like we have many reports of people going well we tried this multifaceted you know way of rolling the game out and they said no maybe all it took was someone asking like I don't know i wonder if the simplest explanation is the is the actual one but it's just it's a weird thing i I, i'm just curious what it is i i have a sinking feeling a gut feeling that it is just a very low budget silent hill first person pc style um horror game and i think that it's just caraman getting a bit carried away with it but at the same time it's got a hell of a lot of momentum but i think it's very telling that no one's actually got the app we're all just kind of waiting around for the next like twitter update (laughs) <laughs> I didn't think they, they didn't really front load it very much on the PlayStation Store, so it's like you you can go looking for it, but um, it's not like they got out there and it's it, the, the um the app numbers or the, the Twitter the social media stuff doesn't seem to reflect the overall conversation on it. It's not like we're all waiting to see what it is. If actually, this is actually a thing. It's it's backfired.
4: It's Judgment Day, RP. If you download it, your PS Five will then just like sprout legs and arms, and it's going <laughs> to struggle. You and it's going to grab you when you're not watching, and then that's it. You're done. That's at least that will be it.
2: something at this stage. But yeah, we'll know. Um, I think this time next week we'll know by the 10th so it's uh, yeah well, in the, the, the fact it is this time next week we will be finding out what the hell Abandoned really is um, but for now let's move on to another first person game um, you, uh, let's talk about Far Cry 6 because I feel like we've talked about Deathloop a lot we'll get to Deathloop in a sec um, but I keep forgetting Far Cry 6 is even coming because it got pushed back quite a lot um, and I feel like they, the marketing sort of dropped away from it and I wonder if it'll just ramp back up in the month um, of October um, but where are you guys on Far Cry in general are you psyched for Far Cry 6 for me it feels like forever since Far Cry 5 with everything but just have scene and all the stuff that they did with that and the weird detonation nuclear ending that became uh new dawn and all that kind of stuff josh are you you're a far cry fan are you
3: i am are you psyched? i'm not psyched i'm 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 going to play it i'm mm. you know tentatively looking forward to it i think you know the stuff that we've seen so far looks quite interesting it looks like more far cry maybe on mm. a more bombastic scale and that's that's cool you know it's one of those games that i just because it's far cry 6 because i've played so many far cry games and now i've seen so much um you know footage from it we've seen mm. a bunch of trailers with Giancarlo um, esposito um obviously who is a great actor played Ghost. played um the the guy from the mandalorian forgotten his name but that guy moff gideon <laughs> yeah, i think moff is, gideon. Moff is, gideon, and yeah. it's obviously you know i'm really excited that he's um you know in, involved in this major way but it's just like it's coming out this year i'm gonna play it and it's and and i almost have nothing else to say in it it's, it is far cry. <laughs> it's more far cry i know what far cry is and it looks good it looks mm. like a good one and i hope it's a good one but it's like I will continue to forget about it until I have it in my hands. And <laughs> I don't mean that in like a negative way. If people well, it's Far Cry 6, school, isn't it? Just, yeah. That's it, man. Like we're so far along in this franchise. we played so many of them. There's only, I have, I have a ceiling when it comes to my excitement mm. for the franchise at this point, but that doesn't mean it's going to be back
2: that was kind of my thing with five i just sort of bottomed out on it where i was like okay it's this again like for me the only the, the last time they could get away with doing that again was actually far cry four for how close it was to three and then we did primal and it was like okay now we got into five it's another crazy villain like talking to you in first person and it's like okay can we try something else i know with far cry six they got out there and showed that cutscene um of jean esposito like going into like a ship and it's all in third person and you get to see your character more and stuff like that so i kind of hope they're fleshing that side of it uh, out a bit more, but um yeah, I don't know. At the same time, it's just more Far Cry. Ben, are you a are you a Far Cry'sman? How are you on this uh, game? I'm just gonna
4: say what they um what Andrew did with Josh, where he meant where they mentioned uh bad company Tour now. Josh is gonna buy the sixty thousand pound edition <laughs> uh, as soon as they had john Carlos es- Espenito in this. I was like, I'm in. I, you, you've sold me. I'm sorry, you've got my you've got my coins. That I, I haven't pre-ordered <laughs> it yet, but I like you know you prodded it the week before so you can get it on the day. Mm. Uh, but no, I I, I think I've said before, the only fire cries I've ever played was number one and then number five. Oh, yeah, so it was, yeah. I, I'm not burnt out on this at all, and I'm ready to get involved. And this oh. is one of the, like, I'm getting Halo. It doesn't feel like I'm buying Halo because it's on Game Pass, right? Mm. But this and Deathloop, like the last two big games I can really think I'm going to be investing a lot of time in unless something pulls me in at the last sort of minute but Mm -hmm. the way things keep getting chucked out of the year and it's just going to be this uh and Hassan Karaman just like sitting there presenting me new things but I'm really (laughs) in for more Far Cry and I'm I think I'm feeling one of those sort of like open world ticks some of the stuff of the boxes especially Mm -hmm. after I've gone back to a lot of older stuff recently i'm looking forward to playing something new again
2: my thing with far cry is that i kind of hope they tweak the health system a little bit because i feel like it's all you never have enough health to get as involved in the carnage as they kind of want you to like a lot of the trailers are like oh you can go do all this insane stuff and you can pilot this jeep into something else and like i remember in far cry 4 you can leap on top of an elephant and go and like trash an entire settlement and that stuff is great but like when i tried a lot of those things in 5 it was just like i'm dead in like three hits so i'm getting that, that wounded state where i'm constantly patching his wrist up every 10 seconds and i was like yeah i kind of want to bit more health i kind of want to be a bit more of a tank like let me have a a more full-on as power fantasy if that's what we're going for um which i guess in the trailers it kind of looks like that they've got like that back like a jetpack on his um the like rocket mounted jetpack thing so it seems that like they're doing like even more overblown weapons and stuff and you can fire songs at people you can like collect a, a seat like a soundtrack collection and then shoot songs at them which sounds kind of cool but um yeah you mentioned deathloop before which is another game for this year um i'm personally completely checked out of deathloop i really didn't like Dishonored 2 um but i don't know i think both you guys are Way more into it than me.
3: 100%. Like at the start of this year, I think we did a chat faces on the most anticipated mm. game of the year. And at that point, it was Death Leap, you know, it's just been delayed it's so much that we've seen so much of it as well. It's State of player before then. We've seen mm-hmm. all of these different kind of like, you know, um, playthroughs of levels to the point where I'm like starting to avoid every single time one of these new things is released because it's like, I don't want to see any levels. I don't wanna, I to <laughs> experience this for myself and I've seen all I need to see. I'm still very excited about it. I really enjoy what Arcane has done in the past. And I think it's got a neat setup. The aesthetic looks cool. The soundtrack sounds awesome. And at this point, it's just one of those games where I'm like, I'm salting it. I've been salting it for like a year now, mm. and now I'm just waiting to hopefully have it in my hands do, um, in a month's time.
2: I do have a question. Do you know what Deathloop is? Cause I don't, I like, I feel like when they, when they started announcing it, it was like this like sort of online, like I mean, people can invade your game. And it was like multiplayer and there was like hit, there was like targets to chase after, but it was a group of people doing it. And then they showed off like a single player campaign thing, which was a lot more like dishonored. So I'm, like, I literally don't know what Deathloop is. Like I'm, I've like watched the footage and I don't know what the game is.
3: In- interesting. Like, I, mean, I, don't I don't know. know I just, just don't know. Explain it to you. I'm told of what's already been related. I guess like I think, how does this, does, know...
2: does it strike you as like a single player focus or a multiplayer focus?
3: Well, I think it's intentionally a blend, but there's obviously right. like, you know, a, a big single player component there, you know, even if it is multiplayer, it would only be as far as I'm aware, you versus that one other person that, mm. you know, other assassin that can come into your world and try to kind of like counter you and stuff. But it feels very much like it's still tailored around kind of a, a solo experience, at least. You know in your end, there's still like targets to take out there's still the idea of you repeating the loop and repeating the mm-hmm. level and trying to find the most um you know up op- um efficient way through it to to master the environment as much as you're mastering any of the player or any of the AI and stuff. Mm-hmm. And for me that kind of like um multiplayer element looks neat. But first and foremost I like the fact that it, it is based around this um well the titular loop you know it's based around this almost and um, kind of like roguelike kind of repeated um mm. level design. And I've really enjoyed that in the DLC for prayer. So I'm pleased that they're taking that and kind of like blowing it out into a full game. So um yeah, I mean it, it's it's obviously this kind of like weird blend. They might not have really explained those elements as best they could, but I feel like I I, I don't know, I feel I feel like I, I know what it is. Maybe I'm completely off face you <laughs> know
2: well i think you've probably been following it more than me because you were more of a fan of like of the dishonored games and then Prey. whereas like for me i just yeah i've watched like i've watched like two gameplay showcases for it and i'm just i don't i don't get what what it is like i I going up against other players is it a single player thing how much is it dishonored but um yeah benroy where are you at on i guess arcane and stuff in general like dishonored stuff Prey stuff and then now Deathloop.
4: it seems like a jazzy rebrand of like the arcane some of the arcane like staples which i'm here for like i like as well as well received as like prey and designed where i don't think they both set the the world on fire in like terms of sales Mm. i guess that isn't as important anymore as we move to this well obviously this is a playstation game which will eventually come to xbox even Mm. though it's never been announced that yet but um i've done a full josh brown and since like the second trailer i think i've or even the first one i've not looked on it since i got the star, i got sort of the gist of what it was going to be i nope and i've just not watched anything else (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna play it when it comes out and i can't wait for something sort of fresh and new and it's only on ps5 as well and i probably wouldn't have played anything like it this year maybe in the past few years i, think... I believe in arcane uh they had a misstep with uh, young blood but i'm ready for them to be back was that them car.
2: was the young blood them
4: i'm pretty sure they were thrown onto it sweet now lord gonna...
2: i thought that was machine games but um, yeah I just I'm hoping that it is I mean it is a PS5 exclusive I hope that like it's just it makes the most of next gen in a way that other stuff couldn't I guess all well, the death loop stuff all the different ways you can respawn and ways you can go after targets and stuff I hope they do something cool on the rendering side because I love what Arcane bring to the industry I've just never personally clicked with anything that they've done since the original Dishonored and I kind of want like I just want that feel again where you're sort of like improvising ways to go and take out targets and stuff um but in like a satisfying the actual way that you move through the game feels satisfying it
4: was Oh, sorry mm. if you say Youngblood was them and Machine Games, but I think it was mainly them because they were in right. between projects or something like that. But um, okay. I, 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 we don't have anything style wise like that now for, for just no. for, just for like the, just for alone, the, the cool style of it. And they lean into a bit of the Bond stuff, which I didn't need to be sold on it. But yeah, I can't, I can't admit that I'm not going to be, oh, a bit of Bond. <laughs> it's oh, all so long. 70 it's been, Spies. It's been so long since I've had anything James Bond. It's been a long time, though. You, but yeah. if you've been
2: rebuying a lot of old games, you can get yourself James Bond Everything or Nothing, the best Bond game ever made.
4: I, I would buy it again, but it's in a basement down in the south of this country, and I'd refuse to pay for it again
2: it's worth the mish. Speaking of things that may or may not be worth the mish though, Guardians of the Galaxy is this year, a game that I thought looked quite promising but then when you sort of take a step back and look at it, it's like, this looks a bit like Avengers DLC but the things that makes me make me think it's going to be a bit better than that is the conversation options, is the fact that you can interject when the whole crew's arguing and it kind of feels like you're, you're in the ship with the Guardians. I know that they're very much channeling the MCU but then they don't have the likenesses so it potentially has that same problem as the Avengers did where it only reminds you of the thing you wish that you were looking at or the thing that you wish that you were playing um are either of you guys bothered about guardians I, I absolutely get the meh response to it especially when the trailer had like i think it had holding out for a hero on again which seems to be the only song that's on everything right now
3: i'll definitely get it you know i feel like it had a more confident showing than the avengers you know even if there <laughs> are those obvious kind of you know mcu comparisons of course we're going to compare to the mcu the guardians Mm. of the galaxy movies in particular were hugely successful i really love them especially the second one i can't say i've ever read a guardians of the galaxy comic so i don't know what they're necessarily drawing from but i feel like there's more of a creative flair to this than the avengers ever had the fact that i'm not just beating up robots in a warehouse for one (laughs) is already a huge improvement the fact that the world's look visually interesting like you said it kind of feels like they've got like the character banter down, the fact that Mm. you can choose different dialogue options that have kind of like subtle ramifications on how a level plays out or whatever. Like that's an interesting hook. I want to know what they do with that. But ultimately, you know, it's what I wanted, hopefully, the Avengers to be this kind of like single-player focused um, brawler, essentially, Mm. in really spectacular places with spectacular characters. And, you know, I think the developers are, are really solid and I hope, that they are able to you know just deliver a good superhero game because it feels like it's been ages since we've had one even though we've obviously had the two spider-man titles it feels like outside of that world outside yeah of like some wider power sets yeah yeah we haven't had um you know a really really good licensed superhero game outside of the world of spider-man and it feels like there mm-hmm. are so many opportunities and this is this is one
2: yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, this is a long time I think It's a weird thing because Avengers felt like it completely missed its window. Like, it, obviously, it came out after Endgame, and it came out way after the 2012 Avengers. And it feels like with this, we're long after Guardians 1 and 2, and we're in that little um, period right now where we're in between Guardians 2 and 3. And so it's not like Guardians are being talked about that much. Um, and the thing that they're drawing from, it's a lot of reference points from, it feels like a lot of reference points from the first couple of movies. Um, and then, obviously, like the design of Gamora is straight from the comics rather than the MCU one. So I guess they can kind of like play into the wider stuff. But um, yeah, Benroy, where are you at? On, on Guardians of the Galaxy?
4: Uh, I was, uh, as predicted, eh, I'm kind of like, I'm fine. I'm more I'm more interested now with that Suicide Squad game that we've seen nothing about after seeing oh, yeah, that Suicide, Suicide Squad League. movie. Mm. But after seeing that, I want to see what happens with that game. Uh, for this, King though... Shark, brother. Yeah, yeah nom nom. Uh, he's great in that, <laughs> by the way. It's a, it's a brilliant movie. Everyone go and see it when you can. Uh, though this one, I i am never the biggest i i didn't even know they like, like josh i've never read one of these comics didn't know they existed uh, I, I hate to shoot on a game that i've not played and probably won't play for a while but at the same time i'm not sold on what's there and i also mm-hmm. don't trust them after the the avengers and even though it's probably gonna be totally different it's probably gonna be great in some people's game of the year i'm gonna be playing Deathloop, and i'm gonna be playing far cry 6 and then I'm um, probably going to be playing, say, on PS3. I'll tell
2: you what, else you'll be playing, mate. Dying Light 2. That's the other game. I'll got... be
4: playing that game. There you go. <laughs> One of the game that
2: got pushed. I think it's now coming in December. Um, Dying these, Light 2. Mate staying alive i think it's called um (laughs) which is a great name but um yeah dying light 2 one thing that's been mentioned for many years i feel like it kind of got tangled up with dead island 2 for a long time as well um but everything that they've shown for dying light 2 actually looks brilliant like in terms of the actual gameplay the way that they can kind of do this parkour meets zombie slaying stuff um have you guys been keeping up with the the gameplay stuff or like i guess where are you guys at on dying light 2 because you both of you played way more of the original than i did
3: I was excited about it two years ago. I was really looking forward (laughs) to it. Like literally years ago at this point when it was first announced, when they first went into that kind of like weird story-driven thing, where they were like, you can have, um, you know dialogue options you can change oh, yeah, the, the story plays out with them um, whatever you do and so i was like that's neat but it feels like they've almost buckled under that ambition mm. and i think there were a few reports coming out about just like how fractured the development was and stuff which is evident by all of the delays and the fact that it's now coming out in december of you know this year just almost feels like they've picked that date just to be like right get it out get it out before the year's <laughs> over you get can have this right away from fill me. the wire and i hope to hope to be proven wrong i hope all of that delay all of those delays and all of the time spent working on it bounce to a solid game and because i've really enjoyed dying light one especially the gameplay loop i will be there for it depending on the reviews um but yeah it's just one of those things where it's like right you've almost overstayed your welcome a little bit mm-hmm. and you've kind of peaked in the hype and now you're on the way back down but i hope you know that doesn't damage it and i hope it is the
2: it, at least a worthwhile time i'm sure uh techland i don't know i haven't got the articles to hand but i'm pretty sure like you said there were reports about how ridiculous the development was i'm sure they had a whole massive problem with a creative lead like i'm sure the guy that owns techland is like an absolute maniac if i'm getting right. the, the studio wrong then whatever but i'm sure that was one of the reasons that everything got pushed around there was all these different versions of the game that were being pitched changed and like he was securing more funding then they couldn't meet that so they would add more stuff on to get more funding and they couldn't meet that and it just it feels like at whatever time someone's come in and just sort of drawn a a through line through all of it and got okay this is the game uh we're actually going to be able to get that out um because for the longest time it seemed like it was just going to be indefinitely cancelled or at least not make a window this year um but yeah that'll be the thing that closes out the year Um ben Roy, you're the big a big old zombie fan dying light 2 on your radar
4: i didn't play dying light for the longest time actually when it first came out and then mm. i finally jumped in with a bunch of friends uh and it was a really weird like fun multiplayer experience for them uh then this one if it was like anything connected with dead island has that weird rancid dna way or just being announced announcement. i remember like watching dead island one's trailer before the slow motion music like pre mm. in university like oh the zombie game you can smack the zombies in the face i think it was going to be on like ps2 back then or something right anything connected in this lineage of zombie games what i'm saying is it it is cursed and the fact that this is coming out <laughs> before Dead Island 2 as well, which is brilliant, by the way. I um, mean, I'm, I'm going to probably get it straight away. Like It's a December game. It's weird. That's yep. the time that I wake the Switch up and play something on the Switch. So we'll have to see where I am in the country at that point. But I am going to be getting this game. It's on my radar. I want it and I like the zombies
2: that's the thing it's like having having faith in it because that team obviously did Dead Island and then they moved off to do Dying Light Dead Island kind of fell apart Dying Light's really solid that's like the one game out of the last 10 years for both these franchises that's totally solid and then it just feels like this is this looks really promising and hopefully can bring it together in the end I just like the idea of parkour zombie killing I feel like that's something that maybe could have taken off a lot more if the original Dying Light had 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 the spotlight on it the way that Dead Island did it just feels like it was a bit of a missed opportunity but um, yes what are you closing for what are either of your general thoughts on i guess going into the the back half of the year the sort of the last chunk of the year where are you where are you guys at right now
3: a lot of variables a few must <laughs> plays, a few things i'm cautiously optimistic about a few that could potentially surprise me mm-hmm. but i do feel like you know <laughs> I, I don't know i feel like the potential to succeed and the potential to fail is maybe there in equal measure and i think at the very least Games are going to be finally coming out. We're going to have something to talk about, which is always nice. We're going to have some nice debates over these the games: whether they, whether we think they whether we think they're good, whether we think they're bad, all of that juicy stuff. I'm
2: looking forward to the Halo Infinite debate, where just just to see what the hell that game even is, um, and Death Stranding as well. I mean, I'm sure we'll have Metal Gear Solid and Silent Hill by this time next week. Benroy, thoughts on the close of 2021?
4: Uh, I can't wait to start playing the new Gears Five battle pass and the new That's where we're battle pass yes Good. no i'm I'm really excited actually uh i was thinking about last week we did the pod last week and i was like oh there's not really anything else i want this year i've had my resident evils i've experienced mass effect uh what mm. else can happen to me now uh Metroid I, mate, I, it's right there yeah but i'm not paying <laughs> the nintendo blood money for that uh, and um so i'm excited for at least three games uh yeah. loop uh i forget the other one because i was that excited for it and then dying light on halo i'm excited <laughs> for these games and i don't believe halo is coming out at this point if it's not got a date. and i just want to find where hassan karaman is so I can shake him
2: very nicely we will, until he tells me what that game is. We will report in next week. We'll see what happens. Because it depends on the uh, the UK time versus the time around the world whenever the abandoned thing unlocks or reveals whatever the hell it is. Um, but we'll probably do some sort of discussion on, I don't know, getting carried away or getting everything that you could ever want. I guess we'll see however it goes next Tuesday. But for now, this has been the World Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Ben Roy Turner.
3: I'm going to go bed now.
2: And Josh Brown. Bye-bye. And we'll catch you next week.
1: Bye, Bye. Later. Good. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.